It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday. I think I'm on the right microphone today. Welcome in, Spears on Sports. Scooter, you got me? Good to go. Uh, You sound better. I'm groggy. You sound a little better. I'm groggy. Uh, I have um, low energy. I need to see Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie. <laughs> Maybe get some Nugenics. How creepy is that commercial? Pretty She'll creepy. like it too. <laughs> well, yeah, she will. You're Frank Thomas. Her husband's looking at her like, yeah, I know it's Frank Thomas. Leave me alone. Or don't leave me alone. But the energy's still low. I'm going to the doctor two weeks from today. It's a long time. It's a long time. But, uh, I mean, I feel okay. You know, the cough is gone. The voices, uh, the mellifluous tones are coming back. Hello, ladies. That's all coming back, you know. Slept well again last night. But uh, just low energy. Don't want to do, do anything. Did you lay off the nuclear cough medicine? Uh, no, I took it last night. Now, I laid <laughs> off the nighttime Robitussin, which I've been taking during the day to try to not be as groggy today. I got home yesterday and my wife said, well, that last segment, you, you sounded a little groggy. Like you were kind of falling off there, off the cliff there. Does she listen every day? Not every day. No, she wouldn't, she wouldn't put herself through that, and I don't blame <laughs> her. But uh, anyway, welcome to the show. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. If you're looking for an icy, cold thirst quencher, Keep your day going in the right direction. Go to Thornton's right now. All 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller, 89 cents. That's right, 89 cents. Come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The Bats lost to Toledo last night. You know, I haven't been around for two weeks, so I missed the beginning of the uh, minor league baseball season. But the Bats are now 2-8. and They've lost six straight. Not good. They'll be back on the air tonight right here on the Big X. 635 first pitch, 605 pregame with Nick Curran. Bats in Toledo taking on the Mud Hens. Man, did you hear his open last night? I did not. Very emotional. Uh, it, was, it was very well done. He he used that first entire segment to like in remembrance of the whole Louisville thing. Yeah. And then he said, after this segment, it's going to be all baseball, and he, it was. It was like a normal broadcast. And, and after you know, that. I, I addressed it briefly yesterday. Uh, talked about UK and UofL cancel, uh, postponing their baseball game because of the tragedy. And uh, when you in a situation like this, how do you address it? That's the question. Mm-hmm. And my feeling is address it, and then try to get back to some sense of normalcy. People tune into this show, the fourteen people who do. Tune into this show for some lighthearted comedy, uh, sports information, banner back and forth with the few, the, you know, the callers that call in. Uh, you and I having a lot of fun together, and and just to get some sports news and some sports perspective on things. And that's what I, you know, this is a this is a getaway. It's a getaway every day. Yeah. I mean, if you take your lunch from twelve to one and say, I, I just got to get away from the office. Let's listen to this idiot for an hour. <laughs> And that's that's good. I'm glad. I hope it makes you happy. So you address it in this forum, just kind of like Nick did last night, and then you move on and say, look, i got a, a game to broadcast. Yeah. I've got a show to do here. i got to talk about how the Lakers almost blew it last night. 
I got to talk about how the Reds are now four and six. They can't seem to win a close game. I got to talk about how my Cubs came back from a seven nothing deficit last night. Yay, Cubs! <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll do all that. That's what I want to do. That's yeah. what I'm here for. Uh, comic relief. Tell you about my medicines that I'm on. <laughs> Yikes, Nugenics. It's just I, it's some Nugenics. It's just hard to put myself in his situation last night. Like I can't imagine. Having to try to address, and there was that. no game Monday because no game Monday. my minor league baseball is off on Monday. Mm-hmm. So Nick, you know, he addressed it, and I'm sure he did a great job. It was awesome. Uh, he, uh, Nick Nick Kern's one of my favorite people, so I have no doubt that he did a great job. So good on Nick. Now, if we can just get the bats to win some games, they've lost six no straight. Uh, again, six thirty-five first pitch tonight, six oh five pregame right here on the Big X. They've even had Senzel and Joey Votto. Can't win with those I guys. Know. I know. And I Makes don't me know, worried for the Reds. I, look, Joey Votto's great, and he's going to play because he's Joey Votto, and if you're the Reds and you want people to come to the games, Votto's probably going to be in the lineup. Mm-hmm. He's on the tail end here. He's on the tail end. Injuries have curtailed him. He's long in the tooth, and they've got some young guys that I think can play. Vosmer, is that his name? Vossler. Vossler. He's, look, it's a it's – a, Small sample size, but he's hitting the snot out of the ball. He is, yeah. Um, and I, I like this roster that the Reds have. I like the starting pitching. Uh, the bullpen is a problem, but uh, as far as the regular day, you know, regular day players and the starting pitching, I like it a lot. The problem is uh, the bullpen. They can't hold on to a lead. Nope. They lose to Atlanta seven to six last night. Um, again, you give up home runs. You give up late runs. They they gave up two in the tenth the night before, to, or two in the bottom of the ninth to lose five four. Before last night, the Reds had been ahead in every game after the sixth inning, every game. But they lost five of the nine going into last night. Um, then we'll get to that. We'll talk to, about the Rays. They won again. They're eleven and zero. Incredible. Thirteen and zero is the record. The Braves of eighty two. That's the best ever. Best ever. That's what, you said, That's what you said the Brewers were Brewers in Brewers were in 87. Okay. Brewers did it in 87. The Braves did it in 82. I had to check on this. I think the Braves won their first 13 games and lost the next 12, <laughs> which is old-time Braves-like. You know, you know when they wore the those uh, cool blue, red, white, and blue unis. That's what the Braves were back when they were on TBS all the time. Uh, but, uh, again, 11 in a row now for the Rays. They beat the Red Sox last night 7-2, to so we'll talk some more about that as well. We start with the Lakers. They survived last night. Um, Timberwolves were down a couple of guys. Jalen McDaniel broke his hand punching a wall uh, after the last game of the regular season. Rudy Gobert was on suspension for swinging at a teammate in a huddle on Sunday. Yet here they were, leading at halftime, leading after three quarters of play, and the T-Wolves put a 12 spot up in the fourth quarter. 13 and you win. That is awful. They put up 12. Now give the Lakers defense credit. One point a minute. Part of the reason the Lakers are better is they do, since the uh, break, is they do play defense. Dennis Schroeder can play some D. Angelo Russell will get after you. Uh, Anthony Davis inside is a good defender, and LeBron James can defend as well. But this is a game the Lakers could have lost. Now, they win in overtime, 108-102. They advance to take on Memphis. They'll be the seven-versus-two seed 
I don't know when the last time a LeBron team was an underdog in a series, but they're underdogs against Memphis. Um, and and we get into the who do you want to play game here. Because the Lakers and the T-Wolves, they're playing to see who gets to play Memphis. And if you lose, you're not out of it. Minnesota still gets to play. They'll play the winner of tonight's Oklahoma City-New Orleans game. And they can still get in. They can still get in as the eighth seed, and they will place Denver. Who do you want to play? If you remember late last season, last game of the regular season, the Celtics were fighting for the, I think, two spot. And the two spot was going to have to play Brooklyn. Brooklyn at the time had Kyrie, Kevin Durant, James Harden. It was a Brooklyn team that was scary to most people. And a lot of people said, well, if the Celtics just sit everybody on the last game of the regular season, then they're not going to have to play Brooklyn in the first round. The Celtics went out and won by double digits and basically said to the world, we're not scared of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm -hmm. We, We don't care who we play. And they swept the Brooklyn in four games. It was a mismatch. They were right. Even though the, the talking heads all said, oh, what are the Celtics doing? All they got to do is rest all their players, lose this game, and then I don't know who they would have played. It wouldn't have been Brooklyn. You got to beat everybody eventually anyways. You do. But the common theory was, oh, this is a dangerous Brooklyn team. Durant's healthy. Uh, they're the seventh seed, and they got a lot of talent, and you don't want to play them. Boston played them, routed them in four games. Wasn't even close. So the same thing can be said for this play-in tournament. Now, if you win the first game as a seven versus eight, you're in. Atlanta wins last night, they're in. They get the Celtics. Lakers win last night, they're in. They get the Grizzlies. You're always taking a chance if you lose this game that you might not get into the playoff portion of the playoffs, if that makes any sense. So, obviously, you should try to win. I question whether Miami was trying to win last night. And we talked about this yesterday off the air. They took my strategy. Your strategy was, why would you win if you got to play the Celtics? I'd rather play the Bucs. Mm-hmm. That's your strategy. Yeah. I disagree. I think the Bucs are the better team. But apples and oranges. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. For me, it's, it's almost like, the Celtics are in that Florida Atlantic mindset. Like it's almost for me, it seems like a business trip. I, I'm much more worried. I do agree that Milwaukee's the better team, but I think Boston ha- is on more of a mission than Milwaukee. Uh, I think Boston's on a mission after losing last year in the finals to Golden State. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh, I think they want to prove people that they do get along. That Jalen Brown and and uh, uh, Tatum. Jason Tatum can coexist on a team. I love Brogdon uh, off the bench. Derek White at running the point as well. Marcus Smart on the defensive end. Al Horford brings leadership. Uh, Robert Williams is an eraser on the inside. They got everything. They do. The question is, did Miami want to play them, or did Miami say, no, if we lose this game, then we're still going to beat either Chicago or Toronto at our place, and then we get the Bucks, and we don't have to deal with Tatum and Brand. It's a bad matchup for us. You know what a good matchup is? Milwaukee. Because they got Brooke Lopez. We can put Bam out of buy on. Ayabato. Easy for me to say. On him. <laughs> we can put Bam on him. There is no matchup for 
Giannis. It's just not. He's going to get his. But the Celtics supporting cast, I would argue with you on this, is better than the Milwaukee supporting cast. No, I'd agree with that. So who do I have to guard? I got to guard Chris Middleton. I got to guard uh, the kid from Duke that kicks everybody. Oh, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. I got to guard Grayson Allen. That's a, great, that's a great Jeopardy clue. He's the kid from Duke who kicks everybody. <laughs> who is Grayson Allen? I got to guard Grayson Allen. I got to guard, uh, you know, Bobby Portis. Drew Holiday. A little bit. I definitely got to guard, guard Drew Holiday. But if I'm if I'm Miami, I say, look, I got Kyle Lowry. He's going to guard Drew Holiday. He played pretty well last night. I've got guys that can guard these Milwaukee ancillary players. Obviously, we don't have anybody that can stop Giannis. Nobody's going to stop Giannis. But – do we have guys that can stop Derek White or Malcolm Brogdon or Al Horford or Mar- Marcus Smart? Fill in the blanks with these Celtics auxiliary players. And I get the feeling Miami didn't – they weren't adamant about winning that game last night. The first ten minutes, five minutes, showed me, and they're just – they're out here. They're going to play. If they win, fine. If they don't win, they don't care. Atlanta wanted to win that game. And Miami looked completely disinterested. It, exactly. And I, you could tell that in five minutes. Yeah. And Atlanta, I thought, wanted to win the game. Trey Young, John Collins, those guys were good last night. Uh, Capella had 21 rebounds. They owned the boards. And they're they're like, look, we're the eight seed. We got to win when we can win. Let's win this game. Yeah, we got to play. We don't care who we have to play. We got to play the Celtics. We'll play the Celtics. And now here you are, you're Miami. You're going to sit at home tonight. You're going to watch Chicago and Toronto, not two of the greatest offensive explosion teams in the league. Check the over-under on that game, by the way. We were 0 for 2 on <laughs> two, our over-under. 12 Yeah, so that tells you 98 to 95 tonight. Yeah. Uh, so take the points, by the way. But if you're Miami and Jimmy Butler goes off on his team after the game, okay, this is in front of the microphones, in front of the cameras. I get it. Hey, we got to play better. I'm challenging my team, blah, 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 blah. Did they want to win last night? And that's the problem with the play. I think the playing's great. It's very brings a lot of excitement into the game. You get two more teams involved. You get, you know, hey, if you win, you get the Celtics. If you lose, and get another game. And if you win that game, you get the Bucks. Or maybe New Orleans or Oklahoma City somehow comes out of that West and gets to play Denver now. It's a, I think it's great because you get players. Now, I, I don't think Zion's going to play tonight. I think Zion's still out. But if he was playing, you would get to see Zion playing a playoff game tonight. You get to see Shea Gilgis Alexander, an all-star, who you might not have seen much this year. You get to see him play in an important NBA game tonight. Uh, You get to see those guys. You get to see Zach Levine for Chicago tonight. If it wasn't for COVID, would they be doing the NBA playoffs like this? Probably not, If it wasn't for COVID, a lot of things wouldn't have changed. That's true. I mean, baseball now is going to sell beer uh, into the eighth inning. Hey, these games are too short. We got to sell beer longer. I love this. They're going to sell beer longer. I'll take. Uh, we'll take that call after the break. So let's go ahead and take okay. an early timeout. Uh, more NBA basketball. Try to give you a couple winners tonight. I was zero uh, for two last night. Par for the course. So uh, again, try to bet against me. We'll uh, look at those games. Major League Baseball as well. The cards inked. They're a transfer portal guy officially today, so we'll talk a little bit about that. All that and more. Buzz Frank on the line after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Well, yeah, I heard it, I heard it. 
Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450. 384-1450. You can uh, get through to me that way, or you can use the Thornton's text lines and your text into the show at 502-414-1450. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage hotline, bring in our man Buzz Frank. Buzz, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing fine, John. It's just good to hear your voice again back on the radio. I appreciate I, I, it. I was concerned. You should have been. I was really concerned. Well, I'm, you, I'm, I mean, you, I'm, we had a I'm glad, night together. I'm glad that you thought for a little while that maybe it was your fault. It wasn't well, in yeah, any oh, way. Did, yeah. But I'm glad you felt obligated a little bit. Well, and it wasn't because <laughs> you were sick. I just thought that if that your your ratings dipped so low because I was involved that. They, that <laughs> you were done. I, uh, I know it, I'm no Tony Burke. I'll they say can't that. get any lower than when Ed's on here. So, <laughs> you know, I got you. Uh, at least you're not telling no, me about about your wife all the time. So that's good. No, no, no. I, and I hope Ed's still eating his heart out about that uh, uh, caller of the year T-shirt I got. <laughs> Ed calling in three, <laughs> two, one. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll call if he hears this. <laughs> Hey, I just I just wanted to get in real quick because I'm going to be traveling tomorrow, and I know you and Tony are going to give your picks. I want yes. to get my picks All in right. for MLB. Okay. Um, in the American League, I look at the division winners as uh, the Yankees, yeah. the Guardians, and the Astros. And well, that's a little boy, I've, Well, yeah, but uh, the one team I'm leaving out going into the playoffs is Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the I've got the Blue Jays, the Twins, and the Mariners, and I was flip flopping between the Mariners and the Rangers, all of them making the playoffs, and I believe the Yankees are going to go to the series. All right, and how about the National League? National League, I got the Phillies winning the East, the Cardinals, the Central, the uh, Padres winning the West. All right, and I think the Braves, Mets, and Dodgers all make the playoffs. I believe your Cubs are going to be vastly improved, and I think they're going to fall just short. I really like the addition of Swanson at shortstop. Yeah. Not just because uh, he's a good player, but he plays every day. And I think he's a clubhouse leader, too. But I think they're going to fall a little bit short this year. But then I've got the Mets coming out of of the wild card and beating the Yankees in the World Series. Wow. Subway Series. We haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Haven't. That would be uh, the Mets are, you know, Diaz is out for the year. Uh, the Mets, yeah. the Mets worry me. They worry me because they're going to. Well, they Mets, lost to Grom, obviously the free agency. Uh, still got Scherzer, Verlander. Again, we haven't seen him yet. I don't know what we're going to get out of Verlander, so I'm worried about that. And well, I'm, I'm worried about the bullpen. Right, and those two frontline pitchers. Um, I mean, they're they're horses when they're healthy, but they're also getting up there. They're geldings, yeah. They've, they've been around a while. <laughs> <laughs> they might be horses, but they're they should be. Sometimes horses need to be put out to pasture, Buzz. Right? Well, right. But but what I'm thinking is, when you get into the playoffs, you tend to go longer with your starters, and those guys are proven to yeah. go later in the game. And then, to your point, you have to worry less about the bullpen. You do have to worry less about the bullpen because you can take your fourth starter and put him in the bullpen for one thing. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. have uh, better arms, if you will, in the bullpen when you get into these short series. You're going to have better arms in the bullpen. Well, safe travels, Buzz. I appreciate it. I've written your uh, picks down. 
Tony and I will give ours tomorrow. We'll figure out a time for Ed to throw. Ed will probably wait till late July to put his in. <laughs> of course. Then, well, uh, I mean, he's probably got the Reds going all the way into the series by now. If he's if he's a true fan, he does. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Ask him about those Pirates. Hey, Pirates won last night. Pete Houston. Pirates are in second place in the division behind Milwaukee. Yeah, they've gotten off to a good start, and and I'll leave on this, but it seems like that uh, getting McCutcheon back has not only rejuvenated the fan base, but the whole team in general over there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's a leader. Thank you, Buzz. Safe travels, buddy. He's a leader. I agree. Uh, O'Neill Cruz, the injury to him, the broke the fractured ankle. He's going to be out at least four weeks. I think a lot longer. Uh, that's a killer. He's shortstop, third hitter in the lineup, uh, absolute stud. And like all these guys in Pittsburgh, you never know how long you're going to get to keep them because eventually you're not going to be able to afford them if you're Pittsburgh or Oakland or the Reds, these small market teams. Eventually you can't afford these guys. I don't know how San Diego's doing it. San Diego was considered a small market team. They're not anymore. They're paying for everybody. Yeah, well, sure, bring them on. Bring them on board. Bring on – uh, you know, Xander Bogarts in the offseason. After we signed Machado and Tatis and uh, Josh Hader as our closer, and let's uh, let's bring all these guys in. I, I don't know how they're doing it, but they're finding money somewhere. All right, uh, back to the NBA before I go crazy on baseball. Uh, so, Scoots, have we decided, did Miami want to win that game last night? I don't think so, no. That's, that's tough to do in the playoffs. I, I'm just going to continue to say that because that was my mindset yesterday that I wouldn't want to win. So I'm going to say that's what happened. Tyler Hero at 26 for the Heat. Jimmy Butler, 21. Atlanta will now be at Boston game one Saturday, 3.30. I think it's on ESPN. But uh, so the Hawks are in. When do the losers play? Friday, right? Uh, the losers will play. Well, you got you got an elimination games tonight. Yeah. Which is Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday. I don't know what day it is. I'm thinking they come back maybe tomorrow night. Hmm. I thought I'll I have to Friday. check. Um, but in any event, tonight, Chicago at Toronto, over under 212, you said? Yeah. Yikes. Uh, I'm going to take the points here. I'm taking Toronto and the points. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm taking Chicago and the points at home. DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. If those two guys have a good game, not great games, but if they have good games, then they at least keep this close. I think the Bulls have more talent than Toronto, quite frankly. Raptors are at home, but, yeah, I'm I'm with you 100% on that. Uh, I, it didn't help me to give the points last night, so I'm going to take, <laughs> take those points tonight. I am going to give in the other game, though, 930 Oklahoma City at New Orleans. New Orleans has been playing really good basketball lately. A lot of talent on that team. No Zion, but they actually have played better without him in the lineup. Overall, Oklahoma City's a, a nice story. You know, just Alexander, you mentioned Josh Giddy yesterday. These are nice little stories. SGA's an all-star. If you haven't seen him play, watch this game. He's very impressive. I just don't think he's enough. I'm going to take New Orleans, and I'm going to give the five and a half in that game. Mm, I'm taking points here, too. Uh, Both you, games give me points. You, know, you, you beat me last night. You had, uh, what did you have? The Timberwolves last night. Right? But I also had the Heat minus five. And that didn't turn yeah, out. Yeah, but too we well. both did. That's true. We didn't know they weren't. They didn't want to play the Celtics. <laughs> had we had that information, I should have factored that in. That we should have factored that in. Tonight's a no-brainer because yeah. both te- losers out. 
the winner tonight of Chicago Toronto will play at Miami, and the winner of Oklahoma City New Orleans will play at Minnesota. And Rudy Gobert will be back for that game. And I give T Wolves a lot of credit last night. Even though they scored 12 in the fourth quarter, I think five in overtime, five or six in overtime, they, they were awful offensively. But the, I give the Lakers a little credit on revving up the defense there. They scored four in overtime. Four in overtime. Jeez. Minnesota's got to win that game. 16 points in the last 17 minutes of game time. That, that's a killer. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns had 24 and 11. Mike Conley had 23. They missed Gobert defensively at least a little bit on the inside. Uh, and when you lose in overtime, how much did you miss your guy? You missed right. him a lot. Uh, LeBron had 30 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Anthony Davis, 24 and 15. It's a Laker team. That everybody, all these talking heads are saying, oh, they're dangerous. They're dangerous. Memphis better look out. I'm not so sure. By the way, did you see the stat about the California teams? I saw there was a stat, but I was too groggy to read it. All four California teams are in the playoffs for the first time together since they all have been in the same well, that's state. That's because Sacramento's never in the playoffs. Right. Right? Yeah, they keep Lakers are always yeah, in. Clippers right. are usually in. Who am I missing? Golden State's always in. Yeah. Yeah, this is all about Sacramento. <laughs> Good going, Kings. The three seed, by the way. Some of these uh, series coming up are going to be fun. By the way, the games are on Friday night. So they're skipping Thursday. Correct. Yeah, how come you know all this and I don't? Because I'm doing some research. I'm on it today. I'm not know. groggy. What I'm is, feeling good. What is research? <laughs> uh, Saturday, right, Brooklyn and Philly, that's a uh, six-seed Nets against the three-seed Sixers. Um, game one, Sixers are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. You got James Harden against his old Brooklyn team. Even though he's not going to recognize anybody, Kyrie's gone, KD's gone. Uh, Brooklyn, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, who else they got? Who's the Cameron, the guy that scored all the points early? Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Um, Philly have any trouble? With They've got Cam Johnson too, right? From the Suns. They do. Yeah. yeah. Um, any problem for no, Philly here? No, not at all. None. Zero. Um, all right, New York and Cleveland also in the East. That's a 5-4 matchup. My Cleveland Cavaliers, I like to call them because I was, they are my long shot here uh, in the East. Five-and-a-half-point favorites in game one. I feel like the Knicks are just going to do Nick things, and Cleveland won't have any problem in this series. Now, are these first-round games, are they going to seven? Uh, best of seven, I believe. That is, I hate that. I wish they would go back to the old format. Maybe three in the first round, Ooh, five dangerous. in the second round, and dangerous. then seven from there on out. Now, I think you got to go, hate that they're all go seven. at least five. Is, is, three. Does baseball have that too now? Are they all seven? Or are there still rounds where it's five? I think there's still rounds where it's five. Early rounds are five. That's how it should be. Seven's just too much for an opening round game. Cleveland, New York, if I said uh, a week salary, you going to give New York a chance here? I'd give them a chance. I don't think they pull it off, though. I, I'm with you on Cleveland. I, I could see it going to seven, though. Eighty-six. Mm. I like. I, look, Donovan Mitchell's been great. Mm-hmm. I like the inside game for Cleveland with uh, Jared Allen and, and Mobley. They're, I mean, they're well rounded. Their guard plays really good. Their are out play. there. Yeah. yeah, they got everything it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they and look, they won more games by double digits than any team in the league this year. I know that's that's a weird stat, 
because that means they didn't win a whole lot of close games, and they didn't, they probably lost a whole lot of close games. So what's that mean? What's that tell you? Yeah. Does it mean, uh, hey, they're really, really when they're really good, they're really good, and when they're not really good, they can't win? I guess it's just hard for me to believe in them because it's Cleveland. Well, I, I mean, mean, at the end of the day, Eric it's Snow's not on the team anymore. Yeah, but it's it's Cleveland. No matter the sport, but it's the Knicks. Cleveland. It's the Knicks. It is. But you were at one point during this season saying they could yeah, make a run into the playoffs. I, I had. That was before you were They sick. had like an 11-game win streak or yeah. something. They were playing great. That was your long shot before Cleveland became then your they, long then shot. They went the, uh, then they went the other way. All right, Golden State-Sacramento, this series to me. It's going to be fun. Is intriguing. Six-seed Golden State. Steve Kerr has always said, and he didn't say it this year. Let's be fair. But he has always said, especially in those championship years, I don't care what seed we are. We're going to sit some people. We're going to rest people. I don't care. I think he cares this year. Mm-hmm. Because Sacramento, with the talent they have on that roster, man, they are tough, and they are especially tough at home. This is a, this is not the series where you want to be the road team. Golden State's been terrible on the road all season long, but they played very well at home. Sacramento's been good on the road, great at home. So who you give the edge to here, the experience or the guys that are here for the first time? I, I go experience, yeah. I just, I, I, really? I, I just refuse to believe in Sacramento that the Cinderella story is going to stay alive. I mean, when you got to play players like Steph Curry and Klay Thompson for seven games, I, I do think this series either way is going to go to seven games. I expect it to be a heck of a lot of fun, but I think Golden State pulls it I out. think Andrew Wiggins is going to be back. Yeah. He's been you know off away for personal reasons with mm-hmm. his father's health and everything. He's going to come back, and he's going to play. Is he in shape to play? Is he ready to go? If Andrew Wiggins is ready to go, he could be the X factor in this series. Yeah, but I think Sacramento is going to get great play out of Harrison Barnes, De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis. Uh, Sabonis is a legitimate All Star. He to me, he's an MVP candidate. Don't take that the wrong way. He's not the MVP. He almost averaged triple double. But he's an MVP candidate, and he's been great. I don't know what the Pacers were thinking when they got rid of him, but he's been fantastic. It's a really fun team to watch. Here's the key: Game One. If they come out and impose their will on Golden State, look out. But if they come out and they're, oh, my gosh, we're in the playoffs, this is for real now, and Golden State somehow steals game one, this is this could be all Warriors. All right, Sunday, the uh, other Western Conference series that we uh, are set with, the Clippers and Phoenix, five-seed, four-seed here. Um. This is pretty much an even series. Paul George is banged up, but uh, Kawhi's healthy. Phoenix, well, you got Kevin Durant. So now Phoenix, who's a seven-point favorite in game one here on Sunday, is probably, is it fair to say as the four seed, they're the number two or one pick to win the West now with KD? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I mean, he's played and they're really healthy. well since he got there. They're healthy. Booker's they healthy. They played good with him, too. Aiton's, Aiton's there. Chris Paul's Chris Paul. He's always Chris Paul. Clippers, Phoenix. Uh, Golden State and uh, Sacramento's fun. This one is serious. This one's serious. Clippers and Phoenix. Um, Lakers, Memphis. Does Memphis have any issue here? Yeah. I, I, this is another series, seven games for sure. Really? Yeah. You I can all see seven. It. Yeah. 
Uh, how about Celtics Hawks? Any trouble for Boston? No, five yeah. games. I, I tend to agree there. I will take a break. Ed has decided to respond. He is waiting, <laughs> and hopefully he'll wait through the break here. We'll come back and get to that phone call. Also, with something Ed loves, we'll talk some Major League Baseball. Fun games last night. Had some walk-offs. Had some great pitching. So we will recap what happened last night. And one game already underway today. We'll take you uh, to the scoreboard as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Eye. Welcome back. Presented by Eminem Carnage, John Spears in the studio. Final segment on this Wednesday. Tony Burke will join me on, on his rare Thursday appearance tomorrow. And I don't even know what day it is when he's in here on a Thursday. So bizarre. Uh, Eminem Carnage Highline is open, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well. That number, 414-1450. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline with his rebuttal. Here's Ed. Hello, Ed. Well, all I can say is I'm so far behind Buzz Frank in <laughs> points for caller of the year. I'll never catch up. Let me tell you something. So you're, just, you're both behind David. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, David. You're both way behind <laughs> David. Oh, yeah, well, I guess I'll have to resign to the fact that I'll be number three of four people listening to you. So, David uh, tuned yeah. in every day to see if I was on the air. Did you do that? Well, I don't know if I did it every day. Exactly. I did it. Exactly. I you, you didn't do it every day. Exactly. I can tell you that. Well, you know, when you're not there, it, it, it's disheartening. It is I'm, disheartening. I, I, I sent some um, texts to you. Make sure yes, you, you were did. okay. Yes, and, you did. Uh, it was it was not fun. It, it, Believe it was, it was me, Ed, fun. I would have rather have been here than in the state I was in. Believe me. Well, I can I can I, I know how much you like being there, so uh, I'm sure you were not feeling well at all. COVID is no I, fun. No, and uh, no, no. and and uh, bronchitis is no fun. And oh, I, and yeah. I think I had both. <clears throat> in fact, I know I had one. I'm ninety percent sure I had the other. Well, I'm, I take it you went to the doctor, didn't I you? I did, absolutely. Okay, Okay. well, good. Absolutely. Well, getting the brass tacks now. Uh, All right, let's get to sports. Are, but I hope the Reds are still in contention when Memorial Day gets here, but I'm having serious <laughs> doubts that they might be, might be. And I hope Greg Galliette, and this is no pun against the Reds AAA team, but I hope he's got some great promotion set up because it looks like another tough year. Yeah, 2-8, and eight, lost six straight, not good. Uh, Not good. And the, the, the rehabbing guys have done spotty good. Uh, yep. Votto looked, looked horrible the first couple of games I saw him. But he, he's traditionally a slow starter, and he is 39. And I would be – I'm not shocked about a lot of things. I'd be shocked if he played another year after. He just doesn't look good. Now, he did come out of it a little bit toward the end of the homestand. But uh, even I uh, – he was charged with an error at first base. He's usually, you know, fairly good at first base, but uh, the Vosler is playing, you know, pretty playing good great. for the Reds. And, yeah, uh, the Reds, the Reds do have good starting pitching. Uh, you know, now tonight's a big night for uh, for Green because he uh, pitches against the Braves down in Atlanta, and you know they'll they'll scuffle to win one out of three down there. Now they should have won two out of three in Philadelphia, but yep. let that uh, game they well, were. Well, uh, should they have won the last play. game though? 
the Fraley well, bloop double there yeah, in the probably, ninth inning? Probably not. I mean, you yeah. could, you could do you know what oh and what if with 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 yeah. a lot of things. But uh, I like I Fraley. Know, uh, I like Fraley a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think he's coming into yeah. his own. He's been up there long enough that he he's you know this this is going to be a possibly hopefully a good year for him. Uh, if you, know, you remember, Ed, when they made that trade, when they traded. Uh, I think it was Suarez and Winker, and right. one of the guys they got back was uh, Fraley. Right. I really liked that trade. I liked Fraley in Seattle, and uh, and I was I was pro that trade. And Winker hasn't hit a lick since he left Cincinnati, and Suarez has struggled as well, even though he's still the starting third baseman in Seattle. I, You're right. I've You're liked right. Fraley, right. I, and I like this lineup, and I like the starting pitching. It's the bullpens just well, let, killing them right now. Let me ask you now. this. You really pay attention to the Seattle uh, Mariners? I do. That's, that's, I'm impressed. I do. I am Teoscar Hernandez, they picked him up from Toronto in the offseason. I think he's a great pickup. And the pitching, he's with a, uh, he, starting with Louis Castillo, who's been almost unhittable so far, that's a that's a good staff. I like them well, in the West. I think they got a chance to win uh, to beat Houston in the West. Now, they've lost two in a row to my Cubs, and that's hard to explain. Well, you're talking Seattle. Yes, I I just I just like Houston. Uh, it's hard not I, to. I'm not saying. I I think Seattle possibly will make the playoffs. You know, I gotta keep thinking. One of these days, the Angels are going to do something, and they never do. And they got two of the best players yeah. in baseball. Now, what's around them? You know, the the guy that came from Washington, Rondon. Yeah, Rondon's uh, been hurt and hasn't been good when he's he, played. He hasn't been good. Their pitching has been. I guess average at best. Yeah, they got uh, Otani and uh, Detmers gets a lot of run, but he's been average. Right, right. Well, um, th- th- here again, the West to me is not what the East is. The West is basically Houston and whoever you know. Texas te- has shown time. Texas they is, might be better. Texas is Oakland's seven and four. Oakland's, Oakland's terrible. Not, yeah, Oakland's they're terrible. They're not very good. But you know, you go over to the NL West here, Arizona. All of a sudden, where do they come from? Uh, you know, there. Yeah, but teams start well all, every year. Somebody starts well, and you go, "Oh, look out! Look at this team!" And then, the, I mean, the Rangers are seven and four. I don't know how good they're going to be. The Diamondbacks are seven and five. The Pirates are seven and four. Are they going to hang on? Hang on? Well, you know, I, I would say yes, but their best player got hurt. Yeah, that, that killed him. Them. Broke his ankle and that hurt a lot. If they had him. I think they'd be a real, uh, you know, real threat. Now, here's what I can't figure out: St. Louis. I looked this morning. I think they're four and seven. Correct. Now they won again, last night. It, they, they're going to come around. They're going to come around eventually. Uh, they got a great got young player. player. They got that great young player uh, Walker. I think is his name. Uh huh. He's really good, but they haven't hit. Uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado have not hit the ball well, and they need those two guys to hit. Well, Rain Wainwright is a pretty uh, pretty steady guy, and he's hurt. You know, he is. He's old. Well, now that's 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 not good. Uh, Nicholas has been average. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I think that the the NL uh, Central, uh, if the Reds had anything at all, they could contend. But to me, it looks like it's probably going to be Milwaukee. They they have the the best starting pitching. I think if you take out you know maybe St. Well, you know, you said like you said Wayne Wayne Wright is hurt. Uh, you know, the Pirates. I'm, I'm not sure about them. Now you go with the AL East. The uh, they have that shortstop kid from uh, from New York. 
and he's he's a, he's a good player. Volpe. He's awfully young. What's that? Volpe. Anthony yeah, Volpe. Volpe. He's Anthony not, Volpe. He's not think, Derek Jeter. I think he's from, no, he, he, I think he's from Brooklyn or one of the areas up there, but yeah, he can feel, he, that, that's for sure, but he hasn't hit yet, and that, nope. that's going to be a problem. And the Yankees, I said this all, and, and, and I, 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 I kind of like the Yankees. Their pitching is uh, uh, maybe a little above average at best. Well, after Garrett yeah, Cole, yeah. after Garrett Cole, then they got um, uh, the left-handed guy. Uh, I can't think of his name. Reno? No, no, left-handed pitcher. Really? German. Say it again. German? No, not German. All right, I'm gonna have to look at a roster now. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Baltimore. Nestor, 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 Nestor Cortez. Nestor Cortez. He's yeah, really Cortez. good. He's- but he's, he's a good one. After those two, you're right. The pitching is questionable, and the bullpen's been questionable as well. But they're seven and four, Ed. They're going to hit the ball. Oh, they're going to hit uh, with Lemayhew and like Judge a, and and Rizzo and those it, guys. They're going to hit. It's the proper name, Bronx Bombers. It's 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 pitch. Uh, you know, they either strike out or hit a home run. And what do you I think about the rule changes so far? Uh, I like them. Uh, I think it takes a little bit of time to get used to them as far as the uh, the players. But we've had, uh, you know, not a whole lot of, uh, of uh, things going on where players get ticked off at the umpire. I mean, they've known about it. They went through spring training, and, and I, I, I like them. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem. Of course, I'm retired. I don't have a problem with sitting and watching a game for three and a half hours. I have a problem when, when you get a game that's uh, got 15 walks in it, and the guys don't want to really throw the ball. They step off. Ten, the batters, yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to step back. and yeah, That's the kind that I hate. My favorite and rule has, has turned into uh, you can only step off twice the third time's a balk. That's my, right, that has right. turned into my favorite rule because I don't have a guy throwing the first eight times in an at-bat. Eight, right, right. And it, it should help the running game. And, and it and has. I thought, right, oh, it absolutely has. Now, now I, I thought that I would not like, you know, and I, I didn't care for the shift, but I don't want uh, these guys sitting in suits in an office telling me how to play the game. Well, but that's the way the game is supposed to be played, the way they line up now. Yeah. And I, I, like, I like the non-shift. Final. I like the fact that the infielders like have to be on the infield. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty happy with just about all of these rule changes. The only problem I'll, I'll, is – I'll agree with you. The only problem is I don't have time to go to the fridge and get a fresh beverage. I miss I miss supply now. Well, I, I got I got a right? clue for you. You miss supply. Get you get get you a small fridge, sit it next to your chair, and you'll be fine. Or I could and use the pause button. Night. I could use the pause button. I guess. <laughs> uh, other thing is, uh, it's hard to shock me, but it was close. Is it was as close to shocking me when Haley Van Liff left. Oh man. Now, when I sit down and think about it, I thought, you know, give it a couple of days. Somebody's giving her a little more money. What's the end game here, Ed? What's the end game? Where does she end up? There's no end game. Oh, uh, uh, this is just a guess. Yeah. I don't know. Gonzaga, Stanford. I've heard uh, uh, a rumor that she wants to uh, uh, team up with Caitlin Clark at Iowa. I have no idea. How cool would that be? Somebody's. It's going to be somebody who has a pile of money. And unfortunately, and I'm not faulting Haley, she was good for three years here uh, on that mid-range jumper. But I, 
you know, it's it's going it, to this is the way of the world of, of college athletics. Yeah. And it really, of course, I've said it a hundred times. I'm old school, and, and it takes me a while to get used to this. And uh, I love the game, but I really don't care for some of the individuals that play the game. Not saying I don't like Haley. I'm not saying that. But it seems like we go wherever the money is we want. Yeah. And uh, we don't care about the fans. We don't care about the teammates. It's it's I, I, I. So that's that's my take on it. Thank you, buddy. Good to hear from you. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Um, well, here's the thing. These players, both men's and women's, didn't get a piece of the pie for so long. So long. The NCAA was making billions of dollars off the tournament, off college football playoffs, and the players, yeah, you know, everybody cheats. Everybody was paying players a little bit, but they weren't getting their piece of the pie. Now they're allowed to get their piece of the pie. So why wouldn't they? If Iowa or Stanford or Gonzaga in the back channels gets a hold of Haley Van Lith and says, we got this NIL deal for you waiting at our institution. Come here, you play one year, and then you go to the WNBA, and you're going to make six figures, maybe seven figures. We're going to put you in commercials. We're going to do this, do that. It's hard to say no. Scooter, how do you say no? Yeah, you don't. No, And Louisville, I'm sure, said, uh, well, wait a minute. We'll come up with something. But at the end of the day, a lot of these players are going to go where the money is. And I can't blame them. It, I always look in the mirror. What would I do? I'd do the same thing. I'd do the exact same thing. By the way, Louisville got uh, Sky Clark now officially in the fold, which meant Kenny Payne could talk about him. Kenny had some great things to say about Sky Clark. Uh, leader, called him a leader, point guard. The guy a who leader? Can, yeah, called him a leader. He just left his last team. No, How's he a leader? That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> Ask people on the Illinois team if he was a leader. One of the players from Illinois, when he left, said things got tough for him, so he left. <laughs> he quit. He didn't leave to go somewhere else, right? He just quit. It's a great leadership quality. Yeah. I don't, you, you know, you <laughs> things just keep looking worse and worse. You lose Jalen Withers, you know, well, we don't want Jalen. He didn't play well. He's going to North Carolina. North Carolina wanted Jalen Withers, and you didn't, and you won four games. Now, you won four games with Jalen Withers. I'll give you that. Always be careful when you say it couldn't be worse. That's all I'm going to say. Always be careful when you say, hey, it can't get any worse. Surely, in this situation, it can't. I remember the year Kentucky and Louisville played football, first game of the year. Kentucky set fan base was like, we go 0-10 as long as we beat Louisville. Guess what happened? They went 0-10 and beat, beat Louisville, Louisville, and they went 1-10. <laughs> and you're like, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> All right, Bats Baseball tonight, 635 at Toledo, right here on the Big X. First pitch, 605 pregame. Tony Burke joins me in studio tomorrow. We will tell you who's going to win the World Series. You might want to stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Anywhere you